Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome to Women Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all walks of life. Myself, Raymond Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. Hello and welcome to today's podcast episode. My name is Ramonda Jan and I'm so excited to be having our guest on the podcast today, Marissa Warren. Marissa, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. So good to be here. Where are you joining us from today? I am from Brisbane in Australia. Oh, I love that. I know we're just headed into summertime there. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. It's so nice and hot. Perfect beach weather at the moment. Oh, I love that. Well, to our listeners, you're in for a treat. I am based in Spain and my guest is in Australia. We are truly international. Today, we're talking about coming home. And maybe it's not coming home as a physical home, but coming home to you. And it's really aligning yourself to your authenticity and sovereignty. I'm excited today because this episode is going to be truly special and transformational, just as my guest is. So Marissa Warren is hypnotherapist, transformational consultant, and she really helps with transformation for people who perhaps have been going through disconnecting life, lacking life purpose, feeling a little bit stuck, and just really looking to find and unlock new purpose and alignment. So she really helps people with repeating negative patterns and she embodies a number of techniques such as breath work, uh, tantric embodiment, RTT, uh, hypnotherapy and other healing methods. And today we'll be talking about coming home to you, really to find your authentic self. Marissa, I'm excited about this conversation because I truly believe this work is transformational and magical. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I guess feel like for me, it's been an all roads leading in the right direction. For me to get to the point where I'm offering these services and modalities in my business, it has been through my own life experiences and through my own learning experiences. So for me, I had quite a deep trauma happen when I was 17. And I just completely just blocked it out and just locked it down so deeply within me and just carried on with my life for many, many years. But there was always things that were like screaming at me to deal with things, but I just was in complete denial and just kept moving on with my life. And then three years ago, when my father died, it was like my whole world just imploded. And there's nothing quite like bringing up 
the parts from you that you've been burying deep behind when you're going through the death of a parent and you're dealing with a lot of things that are coming up and going through that grief process. So I went on a bit of a soul journey and went and traveled through South America for four and a half months and just really took some time out of life because I felt like I needed it. And I just was feeling like there's nothing that makes you face the mortality of life like death, right? And I just was like, I can't live my next 40 years the same way that I've been living my last 40 years. Like there has to be more to life than this. Like I don't want to just wake up and be on repeat continually. Like this, my soul was crying out for more. And I knew that there was things within me that I needed to start to face. And I needed to feel like I could do it in a way that was in a safe way to feel like I could come back to my body and to be able to process and heal through the trauma that had happened a long time ago without reliving the trauma because I hate being stuck on repeat with things and just feeling like I'm rehashing the same event over and over again because that's not conducive with moving forward. So I went and did a retreat in Costa Rica and that was the first time I did breath work and I felt like that was the thing that lifted the lid on this trauma that had been buried so deep within me and it just all came out and I felt like for the first time I could actually heal and really access these parts of myself that had been dormant for so long. And I had tried to do things to be able to tap into myself and to connect back in. So I'd done a somatic embodiment before. I'd done the tantric embodiment when I had hit burnout and I was completely numbed out. And it helped. It definitely helped. But I still felt like there was more, like there was more under the surface that I just couldn't quite access. And the work I do, I've had it done on myself many times as well and had amazing shifts and results. But again, still, it was like there's something at the core that I just really need to face. So I sat in a jungle and did breath work and went on a big journey. And it was at that point for me that I actually truly faced the deep, dark depths within myself. It's like people tell you to talk about self-awareness and your shadow side and going on this journey, this inner journey. But until you truly, truly can sit within yourself and take accountability for your life. Like for me, it was like I connected the dots. So I had this sliding door moment happen. Because that event happened, it led to me taking that action and that action and that action and that action. And it wasn't until I got to a point further down that I could look back and connect the dots. And then I had this like level of compassion for myself, realizing that I had done the best that I could do in the situations I had with the resources and knowledge I had at that time. So I, I accessed this deep level of compassion and empathy for myself and for my life journey, the choices and decisions I'd made. And then I also took accountability for my life because I was like, well, if I'm waking up and I'm not happy with how I'm living every day, then I'm the creator of my life. Like I, if I've created this life, I can also uncreate it for myself, which is also a really hard wake up call. Cause there was many things in my life that I just was like, not loving. <laughs> and there was many parts within myself that I just had like, just buried away. And, you know, it's funny, like the last few days, one of my friends was like, she always used to tell me, you need to be vulnerable. Like you need to open up and be vulnerable to people. And I was like, I do open up. Like I do share things about myself. But I actually really realized then that I had been wearing so many masks and I'd been like this chameleon and 
felt like I had to be everything to everyone, but I was nothing to me. So yeah, it was a big journey, but I feel like once you can like tap into that part within yourself and be brave enough to sit in within yourself and I could face that trauma without having to relive it because I was coming to it from a different angle. So it was like not identifying the trauma as though I needed to deal with the trauma. It was like dealing with how can I change my life because of this event that had happened because of the trauma. Mm. Wow, that's that's quite interesting. Thank you for sharing that journey. It's quite crazy to say those sliding doors moments. Now that you've taken that path, it's kind of just led you to all the monumental changes in your life. So when it all began, did you feel like, oh, I have self-awareness that this is perhaps due to trauma or do you feel like it just happened and it just took you a little bit by surprise and took you on a journey? Because that sounds like perhaps you just stumbled upon your own healing in a way. Yeah, I think I had tried to have a level of self-awareness throughout the years, just through the personal development work that I had done. But that deep level of self-awareness came when I truly was brave enough to actually sit into myself and allow myself to have the recognition of the event that had happened to me. Because for so long, I just was in, not that I was in denial about it. I just was like, it was just not a part of me. It was like this other part of me, like this other identity that was like, it had happened, but it was like so separate to me. So it was kind of like merging all parts of me back into me because I had to face that part of me or face that that age of me and have that awareness, I guess. So it was like that self-awareness that something had happened and self-acceptance that it had happened and then self-compassion that it had happened. So it was kind of like a gradual process, but it all happened all at once. Wow. I think a lot of people go through life without realizing how much certain life situations are causing them trauma or how trauma is manifesting in their lives alone. What would be your wisdom on that for people who perhaps, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm all right. I don't need a healing. And then one day things start to crumble. How can one build more awareness or come face to face with the healing that is needed for deeper, deeper down? Yeah, I guess what I've learned through my own journey and what I see with my clients is what you don't feel you can't heal. So it's about having that space and time within your life to be able to go on that inner journey. And not everyone needs to go and sit in a jungle for a week or go on a soul journey for four and a half months. You can make changes. And now I guess it's like I have realized that you can make these little changes and it's these little micro shifts that you can do daily that add up to these big life changes. So yeah, it's just being brave enough to take that space and that time and knowing also as well that sometimes the healing journey is messy. Sometimes it looks like that polished Instagram feed, but (laughs) it's a very much a unique journey and there is no right or wrong. And you need to just honor yourself on the journey because everybody's healing journey looks different. And 
I think you're always going to be doing some level of healing in terms of like working on yourself and self-improvement, but you don't need to be addicted to the healing journey either. So it's about being able to face the healing, going through the healing, and then realizing that any further work you're doing is helping to, I guess, elevate you and up-level you rather than keeping you stuck going through the healing journey. Because that is very much almost the same as reliving the trauma. It's just the reverse option of it. Yeah. So you specialize in various modalities that support healing. Talk to me a little bit about the different things that you do. And is it something that someone needs to do once and they've gone through the healing journey? Is it something that they need to think about that becoming their daily practice? Um, so t- talk to me about the modalities and what you would recommend for people to do. Yeah, so with the modalities, so I find it generally between one to three sessions with the RTT, so the hypnosis, cognitive behavioural therapy, NLP and psychotherapy. Generally, that is enough to kind of do the mindset work. So I found that I could work on people's minds very quickly. But if we weren't working to clear that stored trauma from the body and there was still that disconnect between the mind and the body, people would be more receptive then to having, again, that heightened stress response or being triggered by other things in life. So I like to try and work holistically to work not only on the mind, to really get deep to those limitations and to be able to release them and recode and rewire the subconscious but then also to bring that mind and body back into connection and back into harmony. So then that's where I'll normally work intensively with them after that session for the following month where we do like the somatic work, which is very much body-centered focus. So like the breath work and all about bringing that connection back into the body. Because again, if you've felt like you haven't been able to sit in and feel things, it can feel uncomfortable to start feeling again. It can feel like it pushes you out of your range and out of your comfort zone. So then what most people do is it's like you just numb it out again. So in order to be able to really truly feel and to tap into those deeper levels, we need to do it in like a systematic way. And it comes through. So from the sessions, working together for the month, but then also things that you can add in daily. And for me, I'm all about how can you make things easier? Because quite often people are overwhelmed and life is busy. Let's face it, there's always a lot going on. So for me, I'm all about how can we make shifts and changes in what you're already doing so it feels easy and achievable and doesn't push you out of your range. So it could be doing a breastwork session while you're driving to work or doing it with your kids when you're putting them into bed at night or when they're having dinner. How can you engage the people around you as well to start to also change that environment around you to make it easier for you to make changes yourself? Wow, I love that. I love that. I've had an experience of some of the modalities that you're talking about and genuinely it's life-changing. It really makes all the difference because sometimes we, without knowing, we're stopping ourselves from really living our true selves or allowing ourselves to be the best version of ourselves. I also know that trauma manifests itself in different ways and that might be avoidance or ignoring something or covering up so we don't have to deal with that part of ourselves because truthfully it hurts. And I think that's the hardest part of facing our traumas and our pains because it hurts to go there. 
what are the ways that you've seen that trauma manifests for people or how people are so great at avoiding this work? <laughs> Why should one embark on this journey? Yeah, I think it manifests so differently for so many people, but that core inner wounding is the same. It ultimately comes back to those same reasons. So the most common things I see with people is, yeah, that avoidance, so procrastination, self-sabotaging, imposter syndrome, low self-confidence, low self-love, which then manifests in so many other areas. It manifests in them not taking promotions at work or not charging enough or repeating negative relationship patterns and choosing the same man in a different body or the same woman in a different body. Yeah. So it's it will keep playing out. But then it can also manifest things as insomnia or addiction. So it's like that transference from whatever you're not dealing with or haven't dealt with, it will transfer to something else in your life that will show up and it will keep showing up until you acknowledge it and actually take action to take to change it. Yeah. And it's like we keep going through trying to get different results but doing the same thing and that's when you realize that's your inner self-saboteur that's playing the key role in this whole theater because really it it's a different situation but there's one commonality which is you which is repeating the same patterns and I find that people with trauma are unfortunately they self-sabotage themselves and what they truly want because perhaps there is fear of well, if that really happens or trust issues that coming up, or well, I don't trust this situation, so I'm going to pull myself out so I don't have to face potential pain again. So that's some of the observations that I have had over the years. Definitely. And it also comes to as well, like if there's that lack of trust externally, it's everything external is just a reflection of that internal world. So where are you not trusting yourself? Or if you don't feel safe to be seen, where are you not seeing yourself fully or meeting yourself? And once you can start to meet your own internal needs and you can self-soothe yourself and always come back to your like sovereignty, you are your true north, your guiding compass point all the time. And once you can truly step into you, to your power, to the potential that you have and accept every part of you, then you're less reliant on external factors. So having to have the newest phone model or upgrading or feeling like you need to show up a certain way or just even feeling like you need external people or other people to make you feel better and to meet your own emotional needs because nobody can ever meet your own emotional needs like you can for yourself. But so often people don't even know how to do that for themselves as well. Yeah. As you say, it can just come in the form of social media or people pleasing or looking for acceptance, trying to look good for other people to accept you. And, and truly, I feel like this topic of coming home to you, just sitting within yourself and, and being okay. I think that's what, what do you, what does it mean for you to be coming home to you, to your sovereignty and your own inner alignment and power? Yeah, for me, it's living a life of authenticity. So truly living life defined by your terms and setting your own level for success. And 
showing up in life and in business and for your family in the way that feels aligned for you, not the way that you feel that you have to show up. And for women in particular, we are so many things to so many people and it's easy to lose the essence of who we are. And when you add in the demands of work and life and increased cost of living and children and everything, it's like you just get stuck in that hamster wheel and it's so easy to lose you. But if you can really tune into, I guess, what your own personal like values and mission is and how you want to be left, like what's your legacy that you want to leave to the world? So that for me is like my guiding point all the time. It's like, okay, what impact do I want to leave? Or if I'm in an environment, how do I want that environment to feel when I'm in that environment or when I leave the room? Or how do I want people to feel in that interaction? And once I was really clear on how I wanted to show up for the world, I could start showing that way up for myself. Then I was like, okay, if I want to be like positive and inspire people, I need to also inspire myself. How can I inspire myself in my everyday life? So it was getting really clear on that. And yeah, with that sovereignty, again, it's just truly, truly being in alignment with that own inner compass. So for me, it's always like, if I'm going through and having an interaction with someone and I'm starting to feel like there's an energetic misbalance, it's always navigating back to myself. Like, how am I feeling in this situation? Can I show up in the way that this person needs me to or wants me to, or do I need to recalibrate and, and come back in alignment with myself first so I can show up better or in a different way for the other people around me? Wow. Beautiful. I I just love that. And the transformation is huge. It's life-changing. I know it's life-changing. It's you do this work and you unlock a whole different you that lives life with ease without having to hold on to things emotionally, physically, mentally, addictions and all of those things that starts to manifest itself. I I just think everyone should be doing the healing journey in whatever way. And it's just, like I said, I, I'm just very excited for people who get to work with you or discover this as a topic, whether working with you or anybody else. I think it's just so, so important. It needs to be told, shared with the world. And that's why you're here sharing your message. Thank you. Marissa. For people who are listening and feeling really inspired, they're like, oh my God, you just opened my eyes to something I didn't know or something that they have been thinking about doing for themselves for the longest time. What would be the ways they can perhaps connect with you or what are the ways to work with you? Yeah, so you can find me on my website, so marissawarren.com and I do a free discovery call so we can have a chat about what's going on and how I can best align and support you. And then obviously my amazing talk at the Women Thrive Speaking Summit as well, which I'm so excited for. Yeah. you <laughs> Tell me more about what should people expect as, as you will be sharing a little bit more about your story and also expertise on our stage in March. Yes, I really want to make change easy for people. So I want people to feel that they can make a life transformation and it can be easy and it can be fast and it doesn't always need to be hard. And doing this deep inner work can be a really fun journey. Sometimes 
it can get a little bit messy, but everything is as easy or as hard as you make it to be. And I just really want to be able to give some easy strategies to people that they can walk away and feel like, oh, I can do this. I can make changes in my daily life. And by making these small changes, it's going to add up to big changes in my life because you really don't know what can change in a month or a year. Like your whole life can look completely different in such a short period of time. Yeah. Amazing. I love that. So for those of you who are listening to this, please make sure you go head over to the show notes, connect with Marissa on her social media channels and visit marissawarren.com on her website. If you're interested, book a call with her, as well as, as Marissa mentioned, she will be a speaker at the Women Thrive Summit, which is our annual Women Empowerment Conference happening online, third week of March. And this year we have more than 50 amazing speakers from all around the world on various modalities such as healing, personal growth, personal development, branding, visibility, business, finances, and all the other things that we need right now to rise and thrive in business and also your life. It's truly transformational. I know this because we've been doing the Women Thrive Summit for more than four years now. And Every single year, it has been life-changing for those who have been participating in this event. And Marissa, I'm so grateful for you being on our stage this year and being here to transform the lives of others. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for this opportunity and I can't wait to connect with everyone further. Well, to all of you listening, make sure you share this episode with someone who you think might need it. Share on social media, tag Marissa on social media and connect with us and our speaker today. And I hope that this episode inspired you or just opened your your eyes to some new awareness, some new knowledge, and is going to serve you in your life. Thank you all so much for listening and we look forward to seeing you on another episode. Take care for now. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.